Like there's certain things that I can't say to maybe members of my family or, you know, old friends potentially that I'm just like, if I said this, they just wouldn't get where I was coming from. So I just do my work on my side. But with you, I can have been very much able to share some of my triggers as we've gone along on this journey. Okay, you might have realized we are halfway through 2021, which means it's really time to ramp up towards those massive audacious goals that I know every single one of you have. So I am running a completely free training and there's a seat with your name on it. I am running a training called How to Turn Your Passion into a Profitable Six-Figure Business. Even if you're brand new to business or haven't actually thought of your business idea, we have got an incredible six-step process that I've never taught before and I'm really, really excited to present. Did you know that 88, yes, 88% of female-owned businesses aren't yet making six figures, which is mind-blowing and heartbreaking considering, statistically speaking, women rise to higher levels of education, hold more degrees, amass more experience and cultivate better solutions on average than their male counterparts. Basically, you're working two and a half times harder and not seeing traction. I'm not okay with that. I think it's just plain wrong that you're working this hard and not getting those results, which is precisely why I've put this free training together. It's time to make this your first six-figure year or multiple six figures, depending on where those goals are sitting. So if you're ready, you have an opportunity to join me live and I'm doing it on a Thursday and Friday evenings and mornings to make sure that you can set aside the time to come and join me live because trust me, it is a party that you do not want to miss. So if you're ready to join me, the link is below in the show notes. I want you to hit that link, sign up, add it to your calendar, then come back to this podcast. Like right now, hop into the show notes, click the link, sign up and add this to your calendar and then really, really make sure that you attend because all the magic happens live and I do not want you to miss it. It's going to be incredible. Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, the place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Danielle Canty, your co-host today, along with Miss Ashley, Mrs. Natalie Ellis. Yeah, I'm the Miss. I'm the Mrs. You're the Miss now. I'm the Ms. Ashley. Oh yeah, darling. I'm the Doctor. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. You never intro yourself with the Doctor. <laughs> doctor Danielle Canty. Yeah, because I always that. feel like if someone is on a plane and they're like, hey, is there a doctor in the house? Because I actually do have it on my passport. And I'm like, uh, a doctor of chiropractic? I'm not going to be saving anyone's lives today on this plane. So <laughs> I, love I don't that. like to use it. I am so excited that you are back in LA this week. And you get to stay with me. I'm so glad that I have my spare room. I feel like we live together at this point. I know. I'm spending a lot of time there. I mean, it's very hot in Texas, I'm going to be honest. So I'm very, very happy to have my spare room in LA. It's helpful. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay, right now, I'm glad I've not moved because LA is like a calm 79. I'm here for it. I thought you said it was freezing. 
Uh, it was yesterday, but today is beautiful. So, you know, okay. yeah. I'm taking it. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. So you're here in LA, you're here for the next week or so. We have so many things scheduled. We've got some content, we've got some strategy sessions, all the things. And one thing I wanted to ask you, because I've noticed this, right? We have, and you have a lot of friends in LA and I'm noticing everyone wants to see you. And I'm curious, how are you juggling that and how are you finding that? Great question. So I actually spoke about this a couple of weeks ago in an email. If you don't get my CEO emails yet, you guys just go on to bosser.com and sign up. I send out these personal emails every single Friday with just like what's on my heart, anything that I've been thinking through. I normally send like any videos I've been watching, products I'm loving, all of those things. And one thing that I spoke about in that email was exactly what you're asking. It was all about relationships. And if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I shared a TEDx talk with our team all around um, relationships and how important they were for your health and well-being and, ha- and happiness. I linked that in the email also. But that TED talk just gave me a lot of perspective and made me get really intentional about how I think about my relationships because I just know with COVID, so many of us experienced a big change in our relationships. In the past, when I know I might have said yes to so many invitations out of like, guilt and I didn't really want to go but I'd go anyway during COVID that wasn't really a thing and so I feel like the people you gravitated towards in COVID like that small group they really are your best friends or at least for me and I know with our group it just got tighter and tighter in COVID so that's one thing that I want to continue with me as we start to come out of this pandemic if we ever bloody come out this pandemic the delta variant I don't even know at this point but if we ever get out I want to carry that saying no to anything that doesn't feel really aligned um, relationship or event wise. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is really investing in the relationships that I care about and not just being a passive friend, because I know, you know, a lot of us want certain things out of our relationships. We want that connection. We want those certain tight knit friendships. And you don't get those from being a passive friend by just oh yeah, we're close friends, but we never talk on the phone. We never are in contact. We don't make that intentional time for each other. It's like if you're in a real, like an actual relationship, you're not just going to passively be in relationship because it wouldn't work. So that's one thing that I've been working with. And was, there was three questions that I was asking myself after that TED talk. And I was doing this um, kind of reflective work. So I'll read them out if anyone's interested, but there was three questions. One was, which relationships do I deeply care about and want to continue investing in? And maybe even getting specific on like how I would invest in them. The second one was, which relationships could I be investing more time and energy into? And I really thought about my family back home because it's been hard um, keeping that communication up during COVID, not being able to see them, being on different time zones. And so I just really get to make time and figure out how to like stay connected and make that work and then the third question is which relationships if any aren't serving me and a good old cord cutting never hurt anyone so really just reflecting and seeing if all the relationships that you have maybe personal professional and I know you and I have gone through this are serving you 
Yeah, do you know what? I think quarantine made relationships and broke them. Like, I feel like I had, a, as people know, well, it broke a mixture, of, <laughs> a mixture of those things in my life. Yeah, let's keep it real, shall we? Uh, not all things survived quarantine. But yeah, like, I just think it's really, it's really interesting as I'm in my 30s now. I, I actually, this is, I've always been a type of person who's had quality over quantity if I'm if I'm really frank, but I have this like little filter right now that I'm going through. I'm like, if we are really good friends, I'm going to take you to the airport. So like my, my filter right now is like, you've got these like intellectual three questions. And I'm like, hmm, what I drop them off at the airport for their flight? Or would I pick them up at a crazy hour for their flight? If my answer is yes, I'm like, oh yeah, we're really good friends. Oh, does that mean I can just be like <laughs> relying on the airport pickups and drop yeah all the time. and it was really funny the other day you and Stephen got an uber and then I had this guilt around it I was like oh my god I forgot to offer them and I was like realized I was up at the same time I could have just taken you and you guys like oh yeah our uber's here and I was like oh, oh my, my god, god that's so funny I didn't friend. know that yeah I would just take you to the airport I feel like that's that's like the kind of thing that you know show you're showing up in service and my friendships I feel are like the ones that I will show up in service for Okay, this is the way I look at friends. It's like a glass of water that's like a glass of love that's full up. And like, you have to like top that glass up, but you also get to drink from it too. You know, mm-hmm. me and you. I feel like I give you enough love water. Oh, this sounds wrong. <laughs> this is, this is kind this is... of, we're talking about like liquids. There's lots of, <laughs> let's see where we're going okay, with this. Okay, well, I'm just let's, gonna... let's keep it let's keep it to water let's not call it anything okay. other than plain old aqua true filtered water all right yeah yeah so basically hang on I need to compose myself basically yes you have a glass of water and Nancy Ellis you fill that water glass up and at times you give more to me and I give more to you and that is the beauty of a deep friendship and relationship and that's what I really truly cherish and what I'm saying is taking you to the airport is filling that glass up there we go Mm. (laughs) we could have gone into some wild tangents there but I'm hoping that we rescued it after all this is the real behind the scenes so I want to have these conversations about what goes on in my head (laughs) wait that's actually such a good way of seeing things and I'm just remembering like a clearing conversation that you and I had it was the easiest conversation ever. That was just like, oh, I was kind of feeling this thing. I want to be able to bring it. And I think because our glass, we work on keeping our glass full. Anytime there's really anything, it's not a big issue because it's not like that glass is empty. It's just like, oh, can we just chat about this? And it's so drama free. It's so easy. It's so like, honestly, kind of fun just to be able to work through things in a way that's so productive and then the water's filled straight back up again so that's a very yeah. interesting thing I think prob- I think relationships end and friendships end when someone takes more water than is left there's like nothing left to give at that point mm-hmm. and so I think that's really important and let's just like I just want to touch on quickly what is a clearing conversation because I feel like a lot of people might not understand oh, what yeah, you're describing there I think a clearing conversation is Whenever there is anything in an energy field in a relationship, which doesn't feel super clean, like, oh, I got my my feelings hurt when this comment was made, or I was wondering, you said this thing, and I kind of, I'm in story about it, I took it the wrong way, I just need to understand. So a clearing conversation, as I understand it, is you just, like, open up that container to say, hey, this happened, can we talk about it? You talk about it, and you clear it, so that you're on at all times 
you are both just really clear on where you stand, how you stand. And it's a really good opportunity to get to know the other person because sometimes, you know, we're all just walking about in our own stories. And I might say something to you that I don't even think would be upsetting and it might hurt your feelings or vice versa. Whereas those conversations give us the chance to say, this isn't your fault, but I I just got my feelings hurt and I want to let you know I'm looking for some reassurance or I'm looking for nothing. I just want you to know so in, in future you're aware of it. And it I think it clearing conversations make relationships stronger. So much stronger. And I think, you know, whether you're on the giving of that or the receiving of that, it's all around putting yourself on in someone else's shoes. In therapy, I always got taught that you have to go to someone else's side of the bridge. So, you know, I've brought things to you before. We shared a podcast a couple of weeks ago and I came around with my notepad and I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about this thing. And like this time was more on your side. And it was like, you have to hold the space though. So, you know, whenever, and I think this is what, again, strengthens um, psychological safety in friendships and relationships is when you can go on that side and the person that you're telling it to, their job is to hold space for it and not react to it, not to um, receive it in a way that's detrimental, but it being like, okay, we all have our own experiences of a situation your personality creates your personal reality and so I think it's just being able to um, emotionally be in a space where you can hold um, conversations and you can hold a space for people to allow them feel safe and like you said then act on it and know it and be able to all move past it in a way and I think you know for me I learned a lot about that in quarantine. You know, we actually live together in quarantine, et cetera. And you, I've really strengthened a lot of my relationships through the situations that I've been through and learned how to have challenging conversations and how to have claiming conversations. And the way I look about friendships now is like, when I was younger, I think I thought friendships were just a given. They just existed. Whereas now I really see them as like a relationship that you get out what you put in if you want a safe relationship, it's your job to provide some safety as well. If you're, if you find yourself in bitchy relationships, then really asking yourself, well, what am I bringing to that table, which might actually be enhancing that versus, um, you know, feeling like a victim in all of that as well, which maybe you do when you're a teenager and younger. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is one of my favorite self-development platforms. And I want to take a minute to talk about it because it's a place that I continue to refer back to every time I'm looking for inspiration and education. So if you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love it. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every single month. I recently enjoyed watching Anna DuVernay's class titled Reframe Your Thinking. She's an award-winning filmmaker and she walks you through how to reverse engineer a plan to defy your limits and reach the goal that you have in your vision. So not only does Masterclass have really tangible business development classes, but also includes classes in 10 other categories like food, woman lifestyle, music, wellness, design, so many more. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now, masterclass.com slash boss babe masterclass.com slash boss babe this year learn from the best to become the best with masterclass the theme of this year at boss babe is keeping things simple 2024 is already off to an incredible start team boss babe is coming off a huge launch that felt so easy 
so stress-free and honestly energizing, which says a lot. Quick backstory, last year we did a full platform audit of the subscriptions, platforms and products we were using to run everything behind the scenes and basically cancelled 75% of our subscriptions to go all in on one platform, Kajabi. Listen, you guys, when I tell you I did the research, I did the research. Kajabi is our podcast sponsor and one of the main reasons we had effortless checkouts and an amazing customer experience during our most recent launch. The platform has everything you need to build a business online and allows for unlimited ways to diversify your revenue, build your brand, and turn your audience into paying customers. We actually used to have a custom membership platform. We moved all of our membership to Kajabi and it looks better and functions way easier than ever. We also used to have different platforms for things like landing pages, funnels, email campaigns, checkouts, you name it. And it is a breath of fresh air to have everything in one place in Kajabi. There's no need to have multiple platforms with zaps tying them all together. Instead, I really encourage you to go all in on one platform and I'm the biggest fan of Kajabi. They typically don't have extended free trials like this, but right now you can head to kajabi.com slash boss babe and get started with your free 30 day trial. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash boss babe for 30 days completely free to play in the platform and see if you love it just as much as we do. That's kajabi.com slash boss babe. Yeah. Oh my God. I love the direction that this is going. And just a couple of things that I think make these conversations really productive. The first one is consent. I think it's really important to have consent on both sides to have the conversation because if one person isn't in a space to hold space for the person, or maybe the person coming with the issue is unprocessed and there's going to project a ton, it's just not going to be a, a great conversation. Whereas if you have consent, hey, I really want to have a clearing conversation, or I think this would be supportive, here's the time that we're going to do it. And then again, when you're going into that conversation, is now still a good time? Are we okay having this? Which I think we did really, really well in that situation. And you just said something that I wrote down, like if you're looking for safety in your relationships, it's really important to provide safety. And one thing that I always try and do in clearing conversations, say I'm the one bringing like, hey, this happened and I felt a certain way. If I'm the one bringing something up, I always like to create the safety before I go into it. So it might look different for different relationships, but let's just say, for example, if we were having one, I would generally start it with, I love you so much. I care about our relationship and the thing that I'm about to bring to you, it didn't break my trust. I don't have any story about it. I just had my feelings hurt and I want to bring it up. And I think what that does is it, it puts the other person, it, it shows the other person they don't need to be on the defensive. It's like, okay, I can choose how I'm going to respond to this. This person just wants to be heard and wants to get something off their chest. And it's something that Stephen and I do a lot in our conversations. And it just, it puts the person listening in a much easier conversation. Like I know if he approaches me or you approach me in that kind of way, I'm like, okay, yeah, I just, I want to listen in here. And it's nice to have that. Yeah, totally. And I'm just realizing like how far we've come in our relationship and our friendship. And in some ways, it's such a shame that you don't learn these skill sets from like school and infancy. And it's something that we've actually gone out of our way to develop. But you're really right. And, you know, just kind of putting an exclamation mark on something you just said there, which was, you know, asking for permission. Because if I think about recently, I've actually said no twice to some like different people having conversations with me at certain times because I'm not clean. 
And I think that's the other thing. Like you said to me, hey, can I have this conversation? But if I wasn't in a headspace to hear you or I knew I was going to be on the defensive because I have my own things going on or my own stories about something else, you actually gave me permission to say, hey, no, can we do it another day? I'm not ready. And if I think around, again, the com- the heated conversation that we had that we shared about on the podcast and actually happened like over a year ago now, it was that same place. It was like, you know, I'm not ready to talk yet. I, I need to have processed my side. And I think that's a skill set that a lot of people, they need, like you need, you want to understand um, where you are at in the process. And it's not good to come to a conversation if you are not willing to take responsibility for your own feelings, because then the other person is going to be on the defensive. Like you didn't, you actually came to me, what, five days five days a week later a week later it's been a week yeah full week. it's been a week and you were like hey I want to talk to you about this thing but you'd already processed your side so it wasn't like you like you said you created that safety before we even coming into it because you're like hey I'm I love you these are the things x y and z and then I was also far enough removed from the situation that I was like okay like I can totally hold space for that I can totally hear that and I can totally take responsibility from my side and I love you too and here we are and I I think that that is a skill set, whether you have a business relationship, whether you have a marriage, whether you have a friendship around being, knowing when to bring things up and when not to bring things up. And also as a person who sometimes people might come to being able to say like, hey, no, I need a little bit more time on my side. Yeah. Oh my God. So many things that you said there. One of them and a boundary for me, which is one that you and I have both put in place recently a boundary for me is I will not have close relationships with people that are unable to take personal responsibility. It just doesn't work for me. It doesn't make me feel very safe. And like it, like we were talking about at the beginning, you know, you and I have enough friendships or relationships. We're not out there looking to just take as many as possible. And so it's nice to be really selective and know your boundaries of what you're looking for in a relationship and what you're not. And, um, And in my close relationships, whether they are, you know, friendships or work relationships, for me, I have to be in relationship with someone that can take responsibility. Like people often say they can keep their side of the street clean and they can do that. And I'll just share my process too, because there's probably a few people wondering like what that even means. So just in the example that Danielle and I are speaking about specifically. So for me, I left an entire week before um, bringing it up and the reason that I wanted to go away and process and the way that I take responsibility is I remember one thing and it often is that the the thing that happened is not about the thing that happened and there's always a place that it started because and and here's an example right you could have two people and I could say the exact same thing to these two people one person might get really upset by it the other person would not even think twice about it. It's just happy, merry on their way. And so it's less about what was said and more about how it was perceived or how that person reacted. And so then if you dive into the person that felt a certain way, chances are they had, you know, a negative experience in childhood. They had a previous experience that opened up a wound and you saying that triggered that wound of theirs. And so when you're going away and you're doing your, you're taking responsibility, remembering it's not about that person. And it did activate something that was in me. And yeah, it feels like I want to have a conversation about it, but it's not about that person. 
A little known fact about Natty and I is that we kind of consider ourselves snack connoisseurs. And one thing that we've really noticed recently is that we have been really struggling to find a trail mix that tastes good and that we actually enjoy because so many of the trail mixes out there are either full of candy and gross ingredients or they taste like nothing at all. And that's why I am so excited to tell you guys about our newest investment and partnership with Toodaloo. So Toodaloo is a healthy, sustainable trail mix company that I cannot get enough of. It tastes incredible and it is so, so good for you. I love to eat it in the morning with some oat milk or sprinkle it over a cup of yogurt. It literally tastes amazing. Or have it during the day when I'm on busy meetings, I haven't got time to grab anything and I just want to like dig into something tasty and good. And the reason that I absolutely love Toodaloo is not only it tastes amazing, but it actually has adaptogens added in it. So it's functional. They have different flavors that help support you feeling different ways. So whether it's kind of a winding down one, whether it's one that's got a probiotic inside of it, whether it's a feel good one, they literally are amazing. And I feel like they've thought of every single thing. On top of that, when you actually purchase Toodaloo, this is another reason why I was so excited to invest in the company, it actually helps regenerate 100 square feet of polluted farmland and restore it back into the rich, fertile soil that nature intended. So Toodaloo is actually healing ourselves and the planet with every single bite. How cool is that? So if you want to try Toodaloo, and trust me, you definitely do, go to the link in our show notes and order a bag right now. You are going to be so, so glad that you did. Like I said, it tastes amazing. It's functional. So it's actually helping your brain and your body at the time. And you're helping the planet. Why would you not purchase a bag? So go do that now. Link is in the show notes below and go get yourself some toodling. I'm going to give a really good example for that so that people can ground this. So let's say I said to you, hey, Natalie, do you want to go to dinner on Wednesday night? Right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, I don't want to go to dinner. I'm tired. So if I had a wound around being rejected and you saying no, and I'm sharing this one because I did way back when, right? When we first were together, yeah. like I've spoke about this before, I used to find like no is a really hard word to hear. I would be like, oh my goodness, she doesn't want to spend time with me. She doesn't enjoy my company. Like she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Like I'm so upset that she doesn't want to go for dinner for me. And actually another person or me now would receive that to be like, no, like she doesn't want to go. And that means like, oh, she doesn't want to go because she's tired. She's had a busy week. It's on her. Like she's a part introvert, part extrovert, and she just needs her own time clean. And so that's like, I think it's just allowing those exact same words. And you can see like all the story is on my side. It's not on Natalie's side right from the get-go. And I think that that can happen in so many different relationships. And exactly what you're saying about you came to me, um, you know, like said the thing, hey, this is how I interpret it at that point and now I also interpret it this way or whatever you know and I think just allowing people those the same thing happens with tone right you know if you write something a text it can be perceived in an angry tone or a nice tone you just don't know being able to see multiple stories is this skill set that I think helps overall communication if you can understand that other people might have a different story to you and to be accepting of that. I think that's when you can truly start working with people better, um, having closer relationships with people, having less like 
like stress on your side because now you're not so responsible for other people's feelings and your own. And so, yeah, I, I mean, and we've gone in a full side tangent about this relationship thing, but I think for you and I, like relationships are so important. Like having a business together has really, really, uh, I, I think, you know, made us go on a journey of learning more and more about ourselves and more, and more, not necessarily about each other, but how to interact with someone that you can't, like we have, like, we have like a marriage without the sex, right? So it's like, <laughs> we, we do, like you can't, yeah. you can't just hug and then it'd be okay. So the only way we can get, back to a good place is through our words so it's like makes you have to hone that skill so well yeah and what I think is one of the most incredible things about really close relationships is the healing you can do in them so just for example, you're talk- let's just use your no example because you already said it, right? So in that moment, you have two options. You can come to me, if you trust me, and say, hey, I have a big wound around being rejected or hearing the word no. I would love it if you could not do that. If you could use a different word or if you could say it a different way, if you could support in that. And then I might be able to really support in healing that wound. So instead of, you know, no, I don't want to go for dinner. Oh, it's actually not that I don't want to go for dinner with you this week, but I'm just feeling really, really tired. Why don't we reschedule for another time versus like, that's an easy fix for someone to do. Or the other option is not to say anything and to work on it in your own way. And I think there's no right or wrong way. Um, And the beauty of having really close relationships like you and I have is we constantly come to each other with like, here's something that I've, because by the way, every single one of us is always discovering a new thing. There's always something we're we're never finished. Yeah, (laughs) we're never finished. So we have the kind of relationship with us and with friends where we can say, hey, this is something that I'm working through. So I'm wondering if you could support me with X, Y, Z. And it actually helps heal and close those loops. And it's really like fulfilling to be able to do that and have that in friendship or relationships yeah totally and I think actually I'm just actually thinking back to how much we have grown and you know finding that I just think you need to find people though who are like-minded and have a growth mindset I think the challenge comes when and and you know how you're saying you can either have that conversation or you can't I do think that depends on whether that other person's willing to do the work as well Like, like there's certain things that I can't say to maybe members of my family or you know old friends potentially that I'm just like if I said this they just wouldn't get where I was coming from so I just do my work on my side but with you I can have been very much able to share some of my triggers as we've gone along on this journey and I remember we I wasn't even living in LA we were walking in Beverly Hills at that Mm -hmm. time when we have that conversation I was like hey when you say no sometimes it really triggers me and I don't I know it's on me but I don't know how to process this on my own right now so could you help me and you were like yeah I'll totally try and say no a little bit less while she worked through this and now I don't give a shit whether you say no or not no you couldn't care less but I did find a lot of alternative words you did for a while you were great and in fact you probably just added those into your vocabulary because now I think about it I'm like actually she really does still like use a lot of those terms yeah and that's the thing like it's both sided so for me it was like a great like and I'm an Enneagram 8 I feel like our favorite word is no and so to learn other ways of communicating I'm like great this is such a like growth moment for me and a chance Mm -hmm. to do something differently but like so I I just love that and yeah and like you're saying it's the growth mindset and it's their willingness to take responsibility and I think the biggest indicator of someone that's not willing to take responsibility 
is if they blame other people to you. So if you're listening to them and they're always blaming someone else, it's, we know those people. It's always someone else's fault. It's, you know, the same thing happening to them over and over. If you're hearing that, then that's a red flag because if you ever get into a conflict with them, chances are it's going to be your fault, according to them. Also, I want to use this as a little segue to move into the next piece that I want to talk about, which is about alignment. You posted a quote on your Instagram the other day, which I absolutely loved. Do you want to read it out? Yeah, so I didn't come up with it. I know I've heard it somewhere, but I didn't know where. And the quote was, when things change inside you, things change around you. And I was talking all about a difficult decision that we'd made and um, I think put off for a long time. And what was really interesting that as soon as it was made, a weight was lifted. I'll just speak from the eye, a weight lifted from my shoulders. And I felt like, wow, things are falling into place. And it's really a lesson of alignment being everything. And when you try and make progress from a place of non-alignment, you get a, you have a lot of challenges. Whereas mm. when you listen to your gut, maybe there's no data to back it up, maybe there is, but when you listen to your gut and you do the things that are in alignment, everything gets easier. Yeah. And it's a hard one sometimes. It's so hard listening to your gut. I really feel like being able to lis- listen to your gut is such a trust in yourself. And I've had periods in my life where I found that really easy. And then other periods where I've just like ignored it so much. And and then I get confused. I'm like, what even is my gut telling me right now? Like, I don't know. It just feels anxious right now. <laughs> like, and, and that's like, a red flag. Yeah. Can I just butt in and yeah, say <laughs> I'm just gonna butt in and say there was something that you and I both had a good feeling about for a long time and neither of us were willing to go there because it was scary and the amount of anxiety that manifested in both of our guts and digestive system was our body just throwing red flag red flag red flag at us mm-hmm. and it took a lot and and just I want to share this because I there's probably a lot of people listening that might think we find business easy or we find making hard decisions easy and I just want to share we don't we find it just as hard no matter how long you've been in business or how many decisions you've had to make it took a lot for you and I to finally and it was us being in person and actually sitting down checking in with each other and saying what is our gut telling us? Because this isn't healthy. Yeah, completely. And I think, you know, we've had those moments so many times, even just like, even recently we were, I think I came to, you know, we we're like doing this new business and really excited. And I came to you, I was like, something's just not feeling right with this mm. part of it. Like I need, I can't put my finger on it. And it, it took me weeks though to come and talk to you about it. I was like, something's just like, I'm holding back because something's not feeling right. And then as soon as we like pivoted and made that shift, things just started falling into place. I was like, oh, wow. Um, but I, I don't know, there's, there's something very, I think women have this gift with intuition and lots of us do turn it off. But when you, when you really check in with that and listen to it, that's when so many that you're th- saying, like the universe almost conspires with you. <laughs> it's like yes. everything just like starts falling into place. Also, I'm just, t- I always giggle about this when I mention the universe, because I was like the least woo-woo person ever. Now I'm in LA, I'm like, oh yes, the universe, law of attraction, all of these things. Really oh my God, you got so converted. I did, I did, but it's true. I'm like- Remember when you, when you would think, when you thought psychedelics were like, Remember what you thought about yeah. them? Oh my God. People talk about drugs in LA. 
I was that like, was so this funny. Is so awful. Even CBD. I was like, CBD. Oh my it's god, like... I know. And that, like, obviously, cannabis is legal in the <laughs> in California. Like, you walk down the street and there's like guys smoking it. And, like, I think CBD it's in the US as a whole. Have, like, I don't think every state is. Oh, it's not. I mean, oh, yeah. listen, don't listen to the British ones about this, but I do think it's it's pretty wide. Well, you can still, I don't even know. We shouldn't even get into it because no, we're going to sound like. It. But what I was going to say is like, even CBD is like, you know, there's no THC in it or anything. And that's legal, I think, across every single state and in the UK as well. But yeah. it's just so interesting how you are programmed to think like, you know, I was like, oh my goodness, marijuana, CBD is the same thing. Like what? Like, and it's just interesting. I always challenge everyone listening to this podcast, like, really never tire of asking yourself questions why you believe something because I think that's the biggest thing you can do as an entrepreneur but why but why why am I doing this but why do I believe this but why do I think this is the only way but why do I think like I'm in this position right now because when you start asking yourself why it opens up new doors it opens up new gates it opens up new ways of thinking and that's how you make the growth that's how you get the pivots that's how you change your life because you you don't just take for granted what everyone everyone else's belief systems you start creating your own and it also is really freeing of letting go what other people think like I used to be so uptight about what people would think like so uptight you guys like Natalie's laughing because she knows it's true like I was like so <gasps> I don't want people to think this way about me I don't want people to think um that way about me and when I stopped having all and, and let me just say too like guys a lot of the time and we'll probably do another podcast on this, but a lot of those beliefs, I put myself in a box. Like I put myself in a prison of thinking that people would think differently around me if I did X, Y, and Z, or if I said X, Y, and Z. No one actually, like I put myself in that box. And I think when you start realizing that and you start questioning things or like, oh, hey, well, you know, people might think I'm woo-woo if I start talking about the universe. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm like, this shit works for me. Let's do this, you know? <laughs> I think that's very, very free. I don't even know what tangent I was on. I feel like this podcast... I'm just taking it all kinds of all kinds of routes yeah one thing that I say about myself is that I have strong opinions but they're loosely held (laughs) I find it really hard to like sit on the fence I'm like a yes or no kind of person I have very strong opinions but having them loosely held is like I'm always willing to have my mind changed on something I'm always willing to be open and I think that's something that I've really picked up from Stephen I feel like he's so like that he he just everything's loosely held he's like change your mind challenge me I'm like oh my god I'm not there yet but um, it's a nice perspective to have to be be okay with having your mind changed on something yeah and how it dropping the ego some people won't change their minds because it's ego driven like let go oh, that's a good one like let yeah let go and be open best way to live your life I like so, yeah, that we're here for being in alignment yeah alignment everywhere well listen pleasure doing podcasts with you I know this was fun enjoyed this it's kind of been like a therapy session yeah it has thanks for that appreciate it so you guys if you enjoyed this kind of off the cuff ramble unplanned yeah shit show um (laughs) let us know you know take a screenshot share it give us your feedback drop in our dms leave a review um all the things that's really helpful for us to know uh we're starting to to do a lot more of these solos we want to you know share even more behind the scenes we want to get a little bit more real with you yeah um so so give us feedback it's really helpful 